0: Hey Siri, what is the price of Bitcoin? One Bitcoin is $40,068.12. What is up everyone and welcome back to the Sat Street Journal. As always, my name is Chance. My name is Jeff. And I want to apologize for my absence last week. I was in the great state of Colorado, but luckily Jeff was here to bring you the importance of wallets and El Salvador, making Bitcoin a legal tender. Yeah, it
1: was huge news, you know, while you abandoned me (laughs) for the mountainside. I know, it was
0: beautiful though. Uh, This week though, we have a power-packed episode. First up, we have nodes and how you can be your very own bank, followed by Layer 2, Lightning, RSK, and Liquid. And a special treat for those gamers out there, we're going to be talking about Zebedee a fun app where you can actually earn sats while you play video games. All right, so first up, Jeff, let's just go ahead and talk about those nudes or uh,
1: nodes. Yeah, those nudes in everybody's homes, right? So (laughs) nodes are just basically a computer that is running, like for instance, the Bitcoin software. So it's any computer that's running Bitcoin software is a node on the network. And the reason that that's important is because the more nodes there are all around the world, it means that Bitcoin's more distributed and it's a lot harder for anyone to shut down because they'd have to go into, like, everybody's house and turn off the computers. And that's just – that's not something that's really feasible, you know? Hopefully not. I don't want them coming to my house and, and shutting down mine personally. but yeah. yeah. We don't want to see your nudes either. So. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, if you do, just, just hit me up on Facebook. Whoa, what's your wife going to say? <laughs> anyway, uh, so everyone uh, can essentially run their own node. On their node, do they get to store uh, any fees? Do they just
1: connect a wallet? What 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 does a node actually do for the network? Yeah, so a node comes with a wallet built into it, so you can put your funds onto your node, um, and it acts kind of like your bank. Like you said, whenever you move funds onto it, not only are you moving it into your own possession, you're actually verifying that the Bitcoin that you have is actual Bitcoin, because what nodes do is they check every single block on the network. So like every single time a block is created mm-hmm. on the network, your node is verifying that all those blocks are following the rules of the network. And to give an example of how it would work is a miner or a node creates a block, and once they find that that special number that we had talked about in previous episode, they... Yeah, I think there was like two weeks ago, right? Yeah. Or three now? Yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm so, sure. <laughs> so once they find that uh, special number, and they create a block and they um, say, hey, look, I found I found the next block, it'll send it out to its peers. So your node is connected, by, by default, it's connected to eight other nodes on the network. You can increase it, you can increase that number. Uh, I think like the, the highest that I've, I've seen is 32. So you can connect to 32 other nodes. But by default, it's eight. But whenever you find a block, It sends that out to the eight nodes that you're connected to and what they do is they verify that that block follows all the rules properly and nothing like there's no nobody trying to double spend funds like they're trying to spend uh, Bitcoin that they don't have they aren't spending somebody else's money they aren't trying to reverse a transaction stuff like that they're making sure that it follows all the rules of the network and if it does then it basically signs off on it and sends it out to its Peers that it's connected oh, to. Oh,
0: okay. So it's almost like uh, like when we do uh, get our own node, it allows us to actually take place in the Bitcoin network and essentially police in case other people are trying to do bad things, Correct. right? Correct, yeah. You're yeah. trying
1: to prevent other people from doing invalid transactions. Okay, so it
0: increases like, the legitimacy of, of Bitcoin.
1: Yes, and it makes it, uh, like I said, more distributed because the more nodes that you have, mm-hmm. um, the harder it is to shut down the network. If you had, you know, Eight nodes, then anyone like not anyone, but you would have to go to all eight of you. Just have to go to those yeah. eight people and say, "Hey, we're shutting you down." Whereas if you had people all around the world, like we do, um, you'd have to sh- go door to door and close down every single node that's running the software. Wow. Okay, guys. Gotcha. So you heard it from Jeff. Do your job and get a node. Yeah. Super on the important. It's very, very good for the network. Very healthy. Um, To have as many nodes as possible. It's also really, really good if you stay up to date with it and make sure that you are updating it um, whenever there's upgrades that come and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, it's very good to run your own node and be your own bank.
0: Awesome. I love it. All right. Well, just straight from there, man, uh, I think that kind of covers it for the nodes, you think?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: Okay, sweet. Then let's get into the exciting part. (laughs) Let's go ahead and jump into layer two. And uh, if you guys remember I think we briefly talked about in the first episode that there were a couple different layers Uh, This is layer two. These are
1: applications built on top of Bitcoin So Lightning, RSK and Liquid and Liquid is a layer built on top of Bitcoin It was designed by Blockstream, which is kind of one of the biggest companies in the space And it was founded by Adam Back who built one of the kind of building blocks for Bitcoin itself some of the features that it offers is stuff like confidential transactions where you actually can hide the amount of money and the type of asset that you're sending on liquid. So
0: that I mean that's pretty big. So I could literally send you like any denomination of Bitcoin and it would just look like like a bunch of scrambled up mess and no one know how much
1: I actually sent you. Right. So all the transactions look very similar so it's very hard. It's very it's like the the whole reason behind it is to be very privacy oriented. Um, But it makes it very hard for anyone who can see the blockchain and just looking at different blocks to know what's happening in all these transactions. Okay, so for our our
0: group that wants to be a little more secretive and uh, not necessarily want people to know where their money is going, this is kind of a better step for them, most likely.
1: Yeah, and there's some benefit to having a more private currency. Um, You know, it's just like cash. Essentially, you're, you're making a digital cash is, is kind of the goal. Um, sure, I mean, I, don't, I don't open up my wallet and walk down the street showing deals <laughs> I got in my wallet. Exactly, yeah. Um, but there's just like, there's a lot of reasons why you would want privacy. And Liquid is probably one of the best layer solutions that offers privacy. You'll also be paying less in transaction fees because the transaction fees on Bitcoin um, can get pretty high. Whereas if you use something like Liquid, because of how it works, the transactions that happen on there are much, much cheaper, and they're also faster. Um, So they're able to have more private, cheaper, and faster transactions. Okay, so
0: Liquid is faster, it's cheaper, it's private. Uh, Why wouldn't we just use
1: Liquid over Bitcoin? The trade-off that you're making whenever you use Liquid is you are trusting a federation of companies. So how the blocks are produced on the liquid network is a little bit different than on Bitcoin. And it relies on a group of federated members creating the blocks and um, signing off on them. You are trusting that those members are going to behave and process the transactions accordingly. They're not going to conspire to not let let you withdraw your Bitcoin, for example. So um, they use something called pegging in, uh, where you send your Bitcoin into a federated address. So it's it's a wallet that all of these members have a part of a key to. And they all have to get together and sign off to send any money from that, that federated wallet. And the only time that they send money from that Is whenever coins are being withdrawn out of liquid so Bitcoin goes into that address they create liquid Bitcoin and send it to your address and then it's just the reverse to pull your money out so you send liquid back into the federated federated address and then they release the Bitcoin back to you and then they burn that liquid Bitcoin and that way it maintains a one-to-one peg with Bitcoin so that there are never any more liquid Bitcoin than there are regular Bitcoin.
0: Okay, so just to make sure that I understand
1: fully. So I have one Bitcoin.
0: I decide that I want to use it on the liquid network instead. So I put it in there. It transfers to BTC. LBTC. Yep. Uh, from then, I can spend it however I want. And then at the end, when I'm ready to go back to the base layer, I should just be able to pull out. It converts it back and burns
1: whatever crap I have. Yes so you are trusting but you are trusting that the federated members don't get shut down they don't start trying to play and, and be mischievous on the network yeah. so you, there is that layer of trust there well, that's like, the trade-off that you make.
0: gotcha like you said just the, just the fear of not being able to pull my original Bitcoin back out is, yes. is kind of terrifying yeah so
1: that, that. that's the trade-off that you make so it is faster cheaper more private like you said mm-hmm. but you do you are giving up some trust in that example.
0: All right, well, that, that sounds great. So uh, so what about uh, what about
1: risk, man, RSK? So RSK is similar in that it's like another layer being, it, they're, they're all, all of these that we're mentioning are all layers built on top of Bitcoin to make it faster, cheaper, and more scalable. But you are making trade-offs of, of trust. With RSK, you are, again, sending money into a federated address with a different federation. It's not the same people, but you're sending money into another federated address and how the blocks on RSK work differently than how they work on Liquid. Uh, We can get into that later on, you know, more specifics later on. But essentially it's trying to accomplish the same goal where it's cheaper, faster, and it's just the whole point of RSK is to be similar to Ethereum. And the reason that we're trying to recreate Different cryptocurrencies on top of Bitcoin is to capture all that same functionality and the advantages that those cryptocurrencies have without congesting the base layer. So you won't have to pay these really high transaction fees to interact with the network. Uh, you just, you're able to capture all that functionality and still keep the transaction fees low. And one of the benefits that you get from using something like RSK is that all the transaction fees are still paid in Bitcoin. So For other layers on top of something like Ethereum, you're having to use that layer's token in order to transact, whereas on RSK, it's another layer on top of Bitcoin, but it still uses Bitcoin to pay these transaction fees.
0: Okay, and that covers the risky business of RSK. Now, Jeff, let's hop on your
1: favorite topic, Lightning. Yeah, Yeah, so Lightning is phenomenal. I love Lightning. Um, I am hugely biased. Out of all the different layers, uh, I've used Lightning the most. I know the most about it. We've uh, actually sent transactions back and forth on Lightning. Yeah, that's how you yeah, introduced me to Bitcoin, by yeah. the way. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, um, yeah it's a great way to introduce people. Um, no, but another another great thing that I will eventually introduce you to is uh, gaming on like light, on uh, Lightning. But for now, uh, just to give a kind of a brief summary of what Lightning is you're able to send transactions all around the world instantly for very little fee. And whenever you compare that to something like Western Union or MoneyGram, you're you are order of magnitudes less in transaction fees that you're paying. So with MoneyGram, Western Union, if I if I'm sending it to my family in El Salvador, right? It's going to cost me anywhere from like 8 to 20% of my transaction. Yeah, it's outrageous. To actually send money and that's just to to send it down there. That's not even to like, you know, the time spent having to go to one of the very few physical locations and pick up the cash and then you have the risk of walking back home with the cash and getting robbed, stuff like that. You're able to accept transactions, accept payments in the comfort of your own home instantly for very little fees. And I just, I love Lightning. All right, man. So that just
0: sounds absolutely revolutionary. So uh, if you don't mind,
1: let's just give a brief breakdown of how Lightning actually works. Yeah. So I would take some Bitcoin that I have in my wallet, and I would open a channel with you, which basically is like a bar tab. So I have Bitcoin on my side, and let's say that I'm paying you. I pay you for a couple drinks, whatever. And now, now the bar tab is on your side. Now we can either choose to close the channel, in which case the, all, that, that transaction will settle and you'll get your money and I'll, I'll pay you whatever, but then the channel's closed. But we can also leave it open. And let's say that you are trying to pay Alice and you don't have a channel to Alice, so you don't have one of these bar tabs open with Alice. Well, if I have a bar tab open with Alice, but I still have money on in my, in, in my side, then you can pay me and I will pay Alice for you. And that's kind of the, the revolutionary part about Lightning is that whenever you connect enough people together, you have this huge web of, of all these channels that you can send payments through and they're able to reach anyone that's on the network. And you can open up a bunch of these channels. Like, you can, there's no limit to the number of channels that you can have open. And so now you're able to send money to people, receive money, you're able to route other people's payments. There's so much, like, stuff that you can do whenever you have all these channels open and, and you're part of the network.
0: Awesome, man. And so I'm too excited to kind of let this go any longer. So let's talk about the fun part. The gaming part where we get to own noobs and stack some
1: sets. Yeah, so this is one of my favorite applications of being built uh, and because it's, it's using my favorite game of Counter-Strike. So uh, you are able to download an app uh, by a company called Zebedee. It's Z-E-B-E-D-E. I think two E's maybe? I'll, we, yeah, 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 I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave a link. I'll uh, leave a link. Yeah, I'll leave a link. But they have an app called Infuse where you can uh essentially join a match from the app and while you were in the game you can earn sats from scoring points so the more the more points that you get the more stats the more sats you stack dude that that's <laughs> awesome
0: so uh so sorry look I couldn't make it in professional gaming. You know, I don't think Jeff did either, but we can still get paid <laughs> yeah, can still to make play some. some video games. So you can, you know, <laughs> hey, if you're still at home, tell your mom you're not getting paid to play video games. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
1: and something to note is just whenever you try and join, like, for example, a match of CSGO, you have to put up a little bit. Everybody that's joining the match has to put up a little bit of Bitcoin, and that all goes into this pot. And whoever wins gets a majority of that pot. I mean, you still get like second, third, and fourth still kind of get a little bit of a reward, but the winner gets the majority of the pot. Um, But, for right now at least, some of these games, some of these matches are actually sponsored and so there's no fee to actually join the match. There's no, you don't have to risk any of your own sats to join these matches. You can just join, play, try and get some sats, and see how it all works. So it's it's a lot of fun. But yeah, there are plenty of other games being built too so there's stuff like light night there's Satvival, you know there's a bunch of different games that are being built specifically for lightning and then zebedee is just focusing more on current games that they're just trying to kind of overlay bitcoin on top of yeah.
0: well i think that's huge i mean because if a current game already has an
1: awesome fan base why wouldn't you just try to you know Yeah, Yeah, make some money at the same time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and you get to stack some sats. And that's not even all the apps uh, that you can have on Lightning. So you can also do stuff like streaming, where if you have a podcast, like the Sats Journal, then if people are listening to us and they they want to uh, support us, then every single second or every single minute that they listen, they can stream us like one sat. And just over time... If enough people are listening, if enough people contribute, then suddenly you have a new source of revenue from people supporting you directly, and it's not—it's not breaking the bank. You know, they're not having to ante up like five, ten-dollar donations. They can do fractions of a cent donations. It's really helpful to podcasters uh, because they are able to find support without having to find sponsors. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I think that'll be the next big thing, even for. Uh even for like a, like Twitch streamers currently. You know, if every second that, I mean, or every minute that someone was watching them, they just like added a certain amount of sats that wasn't going to be like a 5 or ten dollar donation that would actually kind of sucks. you know, giving them. Yeah, it's just it's a small little increment.
1: I think they can build it up and, and grow very quickly. Yeah, and you can even see stuff like, there's a cool website called Y'alls that actually has articles where you can pay like one sat to read this article that someone has made. Y'all's, was, uh, was, that, was that built here in Texas? <laughs> probably, I <laughs> okay. imagine. It's probably, de- yeah. it's probably uh, developed in Austin. It seems to be where a lot of uh, Bitcoin developers end up is, is actually in Austin. Cool. So Another really cool app that you can use is actually called Sphinx Chat. And we'll include a link for that in the description as well. But Sphinx Chat is a podcasting app where you can listen. And like I said, you can actually stream SATs to your podcaster if you really wanna like support them. You don't have to, it's opt-in, but you can stream SATs to uh, the podcasters that you listen to. Uh, This is a way to kinda help support them. And like I said, whenever you're streaming a SAT every minute, that's a fraction of a cent every single minute that you're sending. And imagine trying to send that using like a credit card or something like that. You wouldn't be able to, for one, you wouldn't be able to do that with a credit card because the transaction fee that they would charge you would be way over just the, the fractions of cents that you're trying to send, um, but it also is just the number of transactions that you would be doing, it would just, the bank wouldn't be able to handle it.
0: Okay guys, we just realized as we were going through that we told you all the cool things you could do with Lightning without actually telling you how to use it. Uh, so pretty much the first thing you wanna do is you're gonna wanna go get two apps. You're gonna get a blue wallet. Uh, within that app, you can actually create a Lightning wallet for yourself. And then uh, you can also go download an app, the
1: app called Strike. Yeah, and Strike will let you deposit U.S. dollars. It's just like Cash App, uh, where you can deposit dollars into your Strike account, but you can pay Lightning invoices, and like you can pay Bitcoin invoices, which are just the little QR codes. You can pay those using the, the dollars in your Strike account. So you're able to get onto Lightning really quick that way. And right now, Strike is actually offering a uh, promo
0: code to where if you take a referral link that we have provided on our website, it will actually give you $5 and it will give us $5. So you can get acquainted with it and see how it
1: works. Yeah, and you can pass around some stats and just kind of do transactions and maybe maybe join one of these games and test it out without actually having to put any money up. So that's that's a really great, great way to kind of get... An intro to lightning absolutely go go kill some noobs and get some more sats with free sats. perfect <laughs> yeah. and all of these will actually be made better once we get upgrades to bitcoin like l2 schnorr signatures taproot and that kind of stuff all right and if you're worried about not knowing when that is
0: you're in good company because i don't either with that being said we covered a lot this week we went over rsk liquid lightning and the future of gaming getting paid in size to just play a game uh thank you again for tuning in if you guys have any questions on anything we covered today feel free to send us a message on facebook or youtube or or whatever and uh, we'll be sure to get back to you and uh, there's a good chance we'll actually include it in next week's episode so once again my name is chance my name is jeff and we'll see y'all next week